Good evening, listeners. Good evening, listeners. I have some dismaying news. As you may have heard, our sensor tone is on the fritz. Apparently, it was broken during the hour preceding our hour out of apparent overuse. I can't say I'm surprised when the Milwaukee City Council decided to take calls about the new for every child initiative, it was bound to bring out some ruffled feathers. Regardless, while I'm talking, you may hear, or have heard, or will hear, that uh, some noises that may or may not obscure my speech. Fear not, we will continue on undetected. However, uh, in lieu of a regular episode, while uh, this matter is resolved, as it were. I hope to enthrall you all with a shorter story uh, to, tie to tide over your hungry minds until uh, the matter is resolved. The story I have chosen for this evening was recounted to me over a series of letters by Robert Soothy's great-granddaughter Mary. Though she is only six years old, she has quite the... At first, I thought I had subscribed to a literary journal entirely written in crayon. If my own children were ever to take such an interest in, well, anything, I certainly wouldn't have to stoop to such unorthodox modes of storytelling. Now, our story begins with Goldilocks, fair of hair and sweet of cat. She is told by her parents not to play in the woods or some such thing as she says, For I am very headstrong and opinionated. And I guess her parents leave, which is the reasonable thing to do with uh, ornery children. You, if you ask me, smile at them and then whip, or in this case, leave them to their own devices and watch while they themselves. Anyway, Goldilocks wanders into the woods and finds a small, charming cottage. I'm not sure why every farce and fable revolves around a cottage. Even less so why all of them seem to be charming. What's so charming about a lack of indoor plumbing? By that logic, Goldilocks would have to squat down and The thing about bears is, wherever they but I'm getting ahead of myself. You see, while Goldilocks is on her journey of self-discovery, the bears, yes, there is a family of bears in the story, and they live in the charming cottage, like human people. Most of them, anyway. I mean, really, the odds of this specific scenario arising in such a way as to make this story useful are astronomical. Additionally, there are some holes that I'd like to The issue is that the bears live with all the trappings of a modern life uh, for their time, and yet they do not wear any clothes. Surely, being blessed with a human-like they'd feel within themselves the sin of Eve and seek to But I digress. The bears are preparing for their morning promenade. There is Papa Bear, who is stern and and Mama Bear, who is 
and a little baby bear who honestly seems like an annoying little runt. He would be the runt of the litter if the bears had any more offspring, that is. Uh, anyway, Mama Bear makes for all the bears breakfast because I suppose bears eat porridge in addition to their regular diet of However, the porridge is far too hard to eat, and so the bears decide to take a con uh, so it may cool. We cut back to Goldilocks, who happens to enter the bears just as they leave for their short It seems far more likely to me that Goldilocks was watching their house and waiting for the bears to leave, or as the kids say these days, casing the joined. I'm not sure how she knew about the choice prize of bear but it seems awfully convenient for her to have just stumbled upon such a thing. And to make matters worse, once illegally inside the bear's domicile, what does she do? Politely pokes around for a bit without leaving a trace. Nay, she in all their every single three chairs, because no one sits in more than one chair. And then she uses her dirty bare fingers to and to entirely eat the smallest bear's Now, you might say, surely, surely after the first or even the second crime this little girl commits, she wises up and agitates gravel up on out of there, but no. This dunder-headed gets into the baby bear's and takes a nap. But is she punished with the American judiciary system, this little recidivist No. For all the bear's ability to make porridge and soft beds and chairs, they have limited grasp of jurisprudence. And so, upon learning the Goldilocks chairs, and has in their and slept in their beds, they do what bears do. And they Goldilocks among themselves and probably dipping her in the porridge like so much tender I'm not saying I agree with this behavior, but I do understand it. You can't let one of them go. You let even one criminal go. I hope this story helps some of our more impressionable listeners take heart. For if you heed my warning, are good-natured, and never stray from your parents' word, then you will not be eaten by bears. Well, I believe the problem is resolved, so now we shall continue with our regularly scheduled program about a far-off space monk, the last of his order, who must fight and bring balance to a mystical ancient power that binds the universe together, that when wielded by the forces of good, can save all mankind.